Conrad Cushman, the legend in the plans. Uh, please listen every day to the showcase. The opinions and knowledge that anyone can take. Showing you how it is done. Proving I am number one. What a legend becomes. This is now my time to show you that I am here. Uh, this podcast just to make it loud and clear. Uh, by the fans. Uh, for the fans. Uh, not many who's here can understand everything pro wrestling. It can never be you. Listen to the podcast here for the people. The best show that's here. So listen in. Let the knowledge begin. The opinion and the lesson. Yes. Folks, welcome to Everything Pro Wrestling. Everything Pro Wrestling is a show by the fans for the fans. I'm your host, Conrad Cushman, and with me today is no one. I am riding solo tonight, but we are here to do the AEW Dynamite Homecoming Review. We have a lot to talk about that happened on this show. Uh, I look forward to you guys giving me your questions, uh, anything that you want to talk about throughout this. uh, We're going to have a lot of fun with this. So do me a favor. If it's your first time here, hit the like button. Also, if you enjoyed this, hit the subscribe button if it's your first time. And for all those who join us every single week, make sure you're in the chat box chatting. New people too, come on in. Tell me what you think of the show. Without further ado, we got to get ready to kick it to the intro. Let's get it. All right, we got a big card tonight to talk about AEW Dynamite. Glad we got so many people in the building to join us. Um, What is going on, everybody? Happy to have you guys all in here. Uh, I hope everybody's just been overall having a a good day and uh, relaxing. Let me see. I'm just trying to button up that that little color scheme there for a second. Um, But yeah, thank you guys so much for joining me. Uh, Let's go through who is in the chat tonight. Original Biggie, Mr. Obi-Wan. What's going on, Original Biggie? He said, uh, good evening, everything pro wrestling. Good evening, chat. Hope you are doing well. I'm doing well. Thank you. We got BJ in the house. BJ has joined me on many of these podcasts. He says, how's it going? It is going well, BJ. Thank you. B-Boy Skyline says the hype. He has also been on the podcast before. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Um, Rob, who is here. We were just watching the show together. He is looking for honest thoughts on tonight's show. We were going back and forth a little bit on it, and I hope that we can get into some of this tonight as far as the show goes. Uh, Terrell says everything pro wrestling. That would have been the perfect setting uh, to set up a CM Punk promo during Cody's speech. Instead, we get some semi-retirement speech. I think they were going places with that, though. I think they were going places. And we'll talk more about that once we get to the main event. Uh, B-Boy Skyline says he's got uh, questions. Also, Dipset lost last night. This is true. You don't mess with uh, Jadakiss. I'm telling you. Um, Rampage is going to be hype. B-Boy is hype uh, for that Pittsburgh show. Are you going? Uh, Jesus DeLeon. What's going on, Jesus? Uh, And he is happy about uh, Black getting the W tonight in the main event. We are as well. All of Harlem lost last night, Rob said. And we've got Ace joining us. What's up, brother? What's good, man? Thank you guys all so much for joining in here tonight. Uh, I appreciate it. This is going live across many different platforms. Uh, Twitch, if you guys haven't subscribed to our Twitch channel, you guys can type in EPW show. We will pop up. Thank you, Microsoft Teams, for uh, offering me this free thing, but I don't need it. Um, Thank you guys so much for joining me. I'm rolling with the punches here tonight. Uh, Shall be good. Shall be good. Uh, He says he is going. That is amazing that you're going to that first show. I can't wait. I'm I'm hyped for that Chicago show, too. Wink face. Um, Let's see here. Rob says top five dead or alive, and that's just off one LP. Let him know. Azan White in the house. Hey, 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 what's going on, Azan? Thank you so much for joining. Derek, what up, everyone? Sorry I didn't make it tonight. Celebrating playoff game, heading into the championship tomorrow night. Well, good luck in the championship game, Derek. That is why, if you're wondering where's Derek, that's where he is. He's out doing things. Um, 
I'm sure he'll come back bearing gifts for all of us. And I want to see that trophy. So let us get into this dynamite show and um, send some love. Let's talk about the opening matchup. Uh, the opening match for tonight's dynamite was kind of a flash from the past. If you are a WCW Nitro fan, you guys are going to know this matchup, and you're going to know it very well. It was Chris Jericho taking on his old rival, the Juice, Juventud Guerrera. Um, absolutely amazing. These two go all the way back to the early days of ECW. But what I finally remember them most for is their time spent in WCW. Uh, oftentimes, these guys just wanted an opportunity. They wanted a chance to do something. And where was the perfect place for them to get that shine, that opportunity? Well, obviously, you know it had to be in the one place where they could get it, and that was WCW Nitro's cruiserweight division. These guys immediately soared to the top as the top performers. Uh, the names that stand out to me in the cruiserweight division, anytime you bring it up, Chris Jericho, Juventud Guerrero, Rey Mysterio, Dean Malenko. Um, I was actually a big fan of Super Kello. Love the hat that always stayed on. Still don't know how he did it, right? <laughs> Amazing. Um, Blitzkrieg was another good one. Billy Kidman. You could go through all the names, and these guys all went on to become big-time stars, and they weren't limited by that cruiserweight uh, banner, that, that cruiserweight uh, title held over them. Chris Jericho has probably succeeded the most out of all of them. Or you could even argue Rey Mysterio. It's between those two to uh, make it the furthest. Eddie Guerrero. How could I forget Eddie Guerrero? Jeez. Uh, there's so many great names, though, that were in that division. I'm sure I'm still forgetting some, but that division was uh, a big part of the success for Chris Jericho and Hoovy. Now, this match? Ew. Um, okay. So, the early part of this match was a little bit rough. Um it took them a while to get back on the track, but they eventually did. Like, Hooventude seemed like he was just not understanding what they were trying to do and what was supposed to be happening in the match. But I think eventually it caught up to them. Like, it looked like he went for a dive on the outside. I thought they were going to go for, like, a Hurricanrana spot, and instead, Hoovy just bulldogged them. And they made it look great. Like, trust me, they played a lot of this off. It just wasn't as smooth as it usually is for Chris Jericho. Wasn't mad at it, though. I mean, what are you going to do? What are you going to do with this? So there were some rough patches in this, but um, we are reminded on commentary that in this match, Chris Jericho must win with a move off of the top rope during all of this. Um, MJF's on commentary being a total, total prick like he usually is. Um, he's out there just trying to get his heat and talking his mess. And eventually we see Jericho. He goes for pin attempts off of an axe handle smash, a cross body block, near falls on them, but not enough for it. Uh, Hooventude is doing some pretty good stuff in this match. At one point, he goes for a hurricane off the top rope, but Jericho jumps off and he does his usual walls of Jericho from off the top rope. And Aubrey says, hey, it counts. It counts. It's off the top rope. And she's checking for the submission, but Hooventude is able to get to the bottom rope for the rope break. After that, Hooventude finds a way to muster up enough energy to get in a Hoovy driver, one of the best. Uh, Hooventud and Taka Michinuku, the best at hitting those moves. I absolutely love it. So Hooventud hits the Hoovy driver. Uh, Jericho kicks out at two. This leads to uh, a little bit of a, a back and forth. He hits the Judas effect, goes for the pin, but the ref says, hey, 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 you can't do that just yet. It's not time. And Jericho goes, oh, crap, what am I going to do? He goes to the top rope, and he jumps off and hits the Judas effect off of the top rope on Hooventude for the one, two, three. What an amazing finish. That was the best part of the match was the setup with uh, the spinning back elbow off the top rope. I thought that looked really smooth. The rest of the match, take it or leave it. It's not the matches that you used to get on Nitro. These guys are in their 40s and 50s, though. I respect that they're out there still doing this. Um, so I, I saw a lot of people being hard on it, and I get why. I 100% understand why. Um, but I I, I thought it was cool to see them. And I would love to see them possibly get another go at it. Uh, if they had like a house show or something fun, why not? Let them get a chance. After the match, Wardlow comes out because MJF is pissed. Jericho has made it to the fourth labor now. So Wardlow comes out. He attacks Hooventu Guerrero. He F10s him. Hoovy goes flying, bro, in the air. Hooventu's down on the ground. 
After that, Chris Jericho eats the the knee off the middle rope from Wardlow. The, Wardlow is just beating the hell out of them. And MJF gets on the microphone. He says, next week, Chris Jericho will face Wardlow, which is basically MJF's personal henchman. And that is going to lead to something very, very different. And MJF is going to be, it sounds like the referee or the enforcer ringside. So he's got a vested interest in this. So it sounds like Jericho may be competing against two people at the same time. We will have to wait and see. Let's see who we've got some uh, people who came in here after the fact. BJ says it was the weakest live show out of the last five, but it was still good. I'll be at Pittsburgh for both Dynamite and the first Rampage. Maybe you and uh, B-Boy Skyline will meet up, man. Definitely. That'd be dope. Tokyo says uh, Rampage is going to be fire. I agree with you on that, Tokyo. A said WCW. Uh, oh, man, this was my childhood coming back alive. I really thought the walls of Jericho off the top rope was going to uh, was gonna throw it back to the old uh, pass out finish. They did not do it. Jocelyn said, hey, I listen after I watch the show. Have a good show. Thank you, Jocelyn, for showing up on Twitch. Um, appreciate the love. My man Eric's in the house. He says, Yero was good. I still can't believe this happened. Hooventude, my childhood, WCW wrestling. It happened, Terrell. It happened. <laughs> Antonio came in here talking about some El Dandy. <laughs> I, I liked El Dandy, though. He was good. Bret Hart just, he made that man a name forever. Uh, Antonio also said Silver King. I like Silver King too. He was always fun and uh, he never really won. He was like, Psychosis was another good one and he never got enough wins, in my opinion. Go back and like watch Laparka, the chairman, bro. All day we could go on about these guys. You know, the uh, the new meme where it's like, oh, people could talk about W, like we could talk about WCW cruiserweights all day if we're wrestling fans. All day. Jeff Samuel says, sup, Conrad? Did I feel like a teenager again watching Hooventude versus Jericho? Okay. Eddie Chavo, Kidman, Psychosis. BJ is running them off. Old rivals pick up. Uh, Rob says, I don't know what I was expecting, but this match wasn't good to me. I think a lot of people felt that way about it, Rob. Yeah, it was the best, uh, like the glory days, but it was fun seeing Hooventude back on TNT. I agree, Jeff. I agree. Um. Oklahoma best cruiserweight champion. Come on, Azan. We we can't. Pinata. One of the worst. I hated that gimmick. And then Medusa beat him up. Uh Tight Rope Judas effect was awesome. People are saying fire. Can we get Y2J Chris Jericho next week? I don't think he's going back to any of the old tropes. I, I was saying that earlier. Um, Ace gets to what our next match is going to be, and we're going to get to that in a second. But we got we cut to backstage where the Lucha Bros and uh Alex Abrahantes are talking, and they are interrupted by Andrade and Chavo. This week, Pac's stuff was canceled. It sounds like Andrade is trying to get people alone to speak to them to get what he wants, and uh, he basically says, Hey, if you come work for me, but the Lucha Bros stop and says, We don't work for anybody, and this story is going to continue. Um and then we cut to Hangman Page in the Dark Order backstage, one of the favorites from BTE. So Hangman Adam Page was backstage, and he's telling the Dark Order that, listen, uh, I cost you guys your tag team title shot. He's putting all the blame on him. If you guys have been watching BTE, you know what he's all about. Hangman is just sad. He's like, listen, I can't, I can't keep doing this to you guys. It's my fault. I'm taking the blame for it. I completely understand. Well... The Dark Order says it's not your fault, but Hangman said, listen, I think it's best right now if we go our separate ways. Damn. They end up doing that, and um, Uno and Grayson basically say, hey, listen, he wants his space. Give him his space. You know, they're trying to be good friends to him, and it, it's going to be uh, one of those gut-wrenching situations because people love the Dark Order with Hangman. So very interesting. Ace has the next matchup, which is 2.0 and Daniel Garcia, who called out Eddie Kingston, John Moxley, and Darby Allen in a uh, match last night. Interesting. Now, first, let me give a shout out to Daniel Garcia, representing my hometown of Buffalo, New York. Uh, one of the best on the independent scene. If you have never seen him at like ESW or any of the local New York indie scenes, Daniel Garcia is the truth. Uh, I'm a big fan of him, uh, remix Kevin Bennett. If you guys get a chance to see any of them uh, on that powerslam.tv, you guys didn't know, 
We have uh, powerslam.tv who sponsors this podcast, and we have a nice free uh, promo code that goes along with it. If you type in EPW show, you guys can put that in, and you can watch some Daniel Garcia matches, I bet, on there. You get one month free on us. Um, should be very, very good stuff on there. So check them out if you've never seen them before. These are the perfect examples of it. And we get um, him teaming up with 2.0. Some of you may be saying, well, who the hell is 2.0? It is Everrise, the uh, former Everrise from NXT. This is uh, making a big, big difference. Sick says lots of foreshadowing. Sick, I want to talk to you about what you sent me a message about too. Remind me. Do not let me uh, leave the stream without talking about what you were saying before because I, I didn't catch that until you told me that. Um so Everrise is now here in AEW. I don't know what the contract status is. I don't know if it was a one-time thing. I don't know if it's a show, um, show-by-show deal. Someone let me know if they see it. But we got Sick in the house. Chris DeZuba is here. What is going on? B-Boy Skyline still here. Mike, thank you. I appreciate you. Uh, my man Sean Hubbard in the house representing Hubbard Wrestling Weekly. Show him some love. Thank you. Thank you. Um, Azan said, Everrise getting the shine. Yes. Antonio says, Love Danny Garcia, Red Death. Yes. Antonio knows, bro. Uh, ESW champion here at Empire State Wrestling. Um, or at least he was when I last went. Uh, Daniel Garcia is the man. Uh, A says, Christian Cage is now the number one ranked wrestler. We're going to get to that. Haven't saw much of 2.0, just a promo or two while they were ever rise, but holy cow, they won me over in this match. They're very entertaining, BJ. I think you're going to enjoy them. I, we didn't get to see a lot of them in NXT to see what they could do, really. So maybe this will be an opportunity for them. I, it's going to be hard, though. It's going to be hard. Um, So they ended up facing Darby Allen, John Moxley, and Eddie Kingston. Bad idea to call out the baddest men in AEW, which is what they were trying to do. Um, they do start off early on making Garcia and 2.0 look like threats, but eventually the baby faces went buck wild. There was at one point a face off with Sting and uh, Matt of 2.0 was on the outside. Darby Allen dies through the bottom rope and annihilates this dude. After that, um, we see Kingston hit a back spinning fist into the Death Rider from Moxley. He's been doing it differently. Like he's been trying to do more like the New Japan way, but they're not landing on their head anymore like they used to. They're they're kind of flipping over. So I don't know if something happened or what, but they've been changing it up. And Darby Allen put him in a coffin. Falls back. One, two, three. The baby faces get the win. They celebrate with Sting. It was really cool to see that. Everybody looked happy in this one. I, I thought that it was a uh, a fun match. And if you guys don't know. They had everybody out there, and I thought it was cool to see Sting celebrate with Kingston, Moxley, and Darby. And not a bad showing for Daniel Garcia and uh, 2.0. Like, Tony Khan was really complimentary of them uh, on Busted Open today. I went and listened to a little bit of it. And he, he said that Daniel Garcia was someone who really impressed him on uh, AEW Dark, and he did his thing, man. Uh, we're going back to some questions here. Conrad, do you think Juventud is staying part of AEW as a part-timer? Uh, maybe to help the Lucha Bros. No, I don't think Juventud uh, will be needed in that capacity yet. Maybe eventually if they needed him, but I don't think they need anybody right now for that. Um, Sick bringing up what he said before. He said, JR saying Monster of Men during his commentary and the Ric Flair robe tonight. Very, very interesting. Very interesting. Monster of Men to play towards Braun Strowman and the Ric Flair robe tonight in the Elite's backstage promo. Little things to keep your eyes on. Uh, Tokyo said, Ever Jobbers, come on, Tokyo. They're trying, they're trying to better themselves. Trying to better themselves. Um, but yeah, very, very interesting stuff. Uh, next, we get Brian Cage cutting a promo on Team Taz, talking about how they tried to take credit for all the things that he's done and how, and he's basically said, I've worked hard for 15 years to make my career. And he's basically coming after Team Taz. It wasn't a bad promo. Uh, definitely different, but wasn't a bad promo. Uh, Jess, how do you feel about Daniel Garcia Conrad? You see him as TNT champion one day. I think he could be uh, if he works hard and continues to stay on the, the straight and narrow path that AEW is trying to carve out for him. I can see Daniel Garcia doing anything he wants to do. Um, definitely one of the best in my area. So I give him nothing but respect. Uh, not to burst anyone's bubble, but Bray Wyatt signed a five-year, $2.7 deal with 
Where where are your sources for that, Mike? <laughs> I would love to know. Let me know. I don't know if I missed something, but maybe that happened today. Very entertaining trios match. Uh, love Sting celebrating and loved Red Death. Good stuff, Eric. Uh, BJ says, where did you read this? I don't see any sources saying anything like that. And they all have 90 days. Yeah, but his 90 days are up on Halloween, which I think is pretty cool. Uh, would love to see Christian and Hoovy on Dark. I think that would be fun. Um, facts, facts. So let's get back to the rest of this card, shall we? After that, we get the Super Elite Basketball promo. This is where Doc Gallows, Luke Gallows, what the hell is it? Is he Doc Gallows, Luke Gallows? I'm going to say Doc Gallows. I'm pretty sure that's what they call him on Impact. Doc Gallows is wearing the uh, the Ric Flair robe tonight. He's out there. He's, woo, the nature boy. And he's backstage, and he's wearing that. And uh, the Elite are basically shooting hoops, playing basketball backstage. And in the promo, uh, Gallows and Anderson offer a tag team title shot to the Dark Order. Stu Grayson and Evil Uno will be getting a tag team title shot at the Impact Tag Team Championships. Very interesting. And a quick note on Impact. Moose versus Tomohiro Ishii was announced. If you don't know about Tomohiro Ishii, I highly recommend that you go over to Impact, sign up, pay the $12. It's a dollar a month now to watch Impact Wrestling. This has the potential to be fire. Go check it out. I'm telling you. Um, Azan, thank you. He says it's Big LG Dot Gallows. Appreciate it. Too many nicknames, man, for me. Uh, love that Omega shirt. Yes, sick. Another sick is getting the credit for this tonight since he brought up all of the and we're stealing from BJ here too. The layers, the references tonight. Kenny Omega is wearing a Cookie Monster shirt. A lot of people have always said, what does the CM stand for in CM Punk? Cookie Monster Punk. They are teasing this shit hard. They want you to think that this dude is coming. I swear, if they don't deliver, man, in Chicago, all hell is going to break loose. That You don't tease this. I'm not getting happy until I see the person. Until I see punk on stage i'm trying to contain my happiness like i don't think you guys know sick will tell you in the chat i am a big huge cm punk fan so gotta show some love uh yaya shabazz says team taz is lame haven't won shiz they got the ftw title <laughs> so cage's feuding against these pumped up losers is a dead end Things could change, though, Shabazz. We don't know yet. Uh, Doc Gallows, Super Elite are a bunch of goofies in the best way. Uh, Jesus loved that Omega shirt. Ori in the house. Ori the draw. What is good? What a great show. Yes. Ori, uh, a change in attitude podcast. If you guys are on Spotify, put in everything pro wrestling. And then right after that, subscribe. And then you can subscribe to a change in attitude podcast um, that mags Ori and... Um, I, I can't i think it's tanner is the other person they have a, a three-person show and they go back and watch old shows from the attitude era it's a lot of fun and i would highly recommend it i believe it's on the chair shot network if you guys want to look that up um azan says that will be at the new japan show not impact for the for the dark order for the tag titles i did not know that that must have came out after a dollar for Impact Plus, yes. Uh, it's a dollar a month on YouTube if you want to watch the weekly Impact shows. Now, they're not going to be on Twitch anymore, Eric. Uh, oh, the match between Moose and um, Tomohiro Ishii, yes. I'm sure they'll get rights to it, though, So if people did want to watch it. Thank you, Azan. I am been corrected. Moose and Ishii is going to be on uh, uh, New Japan. Let's see here. Ric Flair and AEW go hand in hand positively. I'm going to make an unpopular opinion, but Charlotte comes to AEW in the next four to five years. Woo! Uh, I'm a big punk mark. Uh, I didn't care. I don't care. Punk did nothing wrong. Yeah, I'm with you on that, E. A lot of people will think otherwise. I've, I've, I did a video on him last month for that Money in the Bank show. I really want to do the one where I just talk about what happened amongst all that. We, Me and Casey may end up doing that one of these nights. Uh, I can see Ric Flair bringing Jay Lethal to AEW. Uh, I think Jay Lethal is happy in Ring of Honor. He's got a good spot. Uh, Derek is uh, uh, Ricky Spanish. That was just for uh, Jocelyn, who is uh, usually in the chat. Um, people are saying no Charlotte. Uh, Shabazz says the only problem with the elite, they are just goofy bullies. Omega is nothing more than a mean jerk. Reigns is a deadly enemy. I think they're both great. 
I think they both do their jobs very, very well. Um, let's keep this this review on the move here. Um, so afterwards, they say that they're going to give a tag team title shot to the Dark Order, Stu Grayson, Evil Uno, Kenny Omega in the Cookie Monster shirt with the wing face. Talk about how Hangman blew his big shot. They throw the ball off after. We got Goofy Brandon Cutler cutting off the net. There's just so much crap going on in all of this. And I and I like it because the elite are the elite. Like they just do these types of things. But when it's in the ring, Kenny Omega's all serious business. Um, I really like that he has Don Callis and all the goonies with him, the entourage. It works. It works, in my opinion. I see a bunch of people in here talking about it. Uh Derek orders getting those tag titles. Uh, Bean said, What's going on, Beans? I appreciate it, you beans. Thank you for coming in here. Uh, I'm going to ask you something towards the end, so give me the go-ahead when you are heading there. I shall, BJ. You know the order I usually go, and I try to follow the order of the show. Jason says, Conrad, what if Ric Flair shows up to AEW and he managed Ethan Page when he comes back? Because uh, is Ethan and Darby's feud done? I think you can always revisit that feud, but I think if you if you had to bring Ric Flair in, because I wouldn't bring him in at this point. He's I, you can use him for special occasions, but you don't need Ric Flair there every week managing somebody. But if he was going to manage somebody, I would put him with Ricky Starks. I think it works, the the charisma and everything else. But Ricky Starks has to be Ricky Starks. You can't do it like you did AJ Styles and TNA with Ric Flair. But there's potential there. That's that's my opinion on it. Um, Let's talk about The Blade. The Blade and Christian Cage. Uh, early on, Christian had the advantage in this matchup here. The bunny tried to interfere by grabbing Christian's leg, but her opponent for later on makes the save for Christian. That's Layla Hirsch. She comes out and chases the bunny to the back so that we have a fair match here. The match continues on, and at one point, the blade is trying to rip off the turnbuckle pad. The ref sees it. He stops him. The goofy ref tries to put back the turnbuckle pad all the way. The blade goes to grab the brass knucks. He goes to hit Christian. Christian ducks hits the, or no, he didn't even duck. He hit the spear before that. And one, two, three, Christian gets the win. Big shout out to Edge with the move. Um, Christian gets the win. Another notch in Christian's belt. And I felt like that had to move him up the rankings tonight. And we'll get into that more later on for what is going to be happening. Um, Let's see here. E says, Kenny and Reigns are apples and oranges. Uh, dumb to compare. It doesn't, I mean, I wouldn't say dumb. I mean, it's just people, you want to argue who's the best? Be my guest. I love them both. Truthfully, I think they're doing great. Whom, Ricky Starks? Really, Conrad? I like it, but how does he leave Team Taz? I think he just doesn't fit with Team Taz. He doesn't need Taz to talk for him. The other guys did. That's 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 how I take it, personally. Uh, Flair should bring the horsemen to the pinnacle. I think you could. And maybe pair people up with uh, managers to take care of something. You know, though, whoever is the uh, the fourth horseman is going to end up having to uh, go with Sean Spears more than likely or Wardlow. But yeah, I, they're they're great. They're great, and I think you could even have them uh, reunite. But I don't know how likely that is because we've heard Flair and Iron were in some type of rocky situation. I don't know. I don't like to speculate on that personal stuff. That's their business. You know what I mean? Uh, Jesus, I thought it was a pretty good match. Yo, Christian is nice, bro. And the blade is great too. The blade's another local Buffalo guy. He, I've seen him wrestle, uh, Garcia and Kevin Bennett and all of them. The, the blade is great. He he's busted his ass for many years. If you guys don't know. So, uh, I always have respect for him. I do miss the butcher though. I, I want to see them back as a team. Uh, BJ, who would you make manage Ric Flair? People are dropping their names in here. Christian with a title shot. Yeah, Christian hasn't lost a match, technically sick. He's been um, undefeated. He only lost a battle royal. He got thrown out in the end. That was it. Uh, Kenny's about to get an education in building a match from Christian. Love to see it. Uh, this will be good. Uh, Flair and Wartlow could be like Flair and Batista from early evolution. Mm, okay, okay. Fortune 4 talk, Maybe. Queen of the Indies in the house. Hello, Tiff. Thank you so much for joining. She will be on All Elite Podcast. They usually record tomorrow at 7 p.m. If you guys want to talk more AEW, I'm usually in there. One of the mods in there. So make sure you guys come in and show love to them as well and talk some more AEW. Uh, Blade is underrated in his matches. I remember him in his TNA days. He is uh, doing well. 
My uncle used to live in Buffalo. It's cold as F, 100%, bro. Uh, nah, if Rick come in, he's got to bring in a new talent, in my opinion. Okay, sick. I like it. Everybody's got different thoughts on uh, stuff. It's okay. Uh, Tiff said not her favorite episode tonight. I'm going to kind of agree, kind of. Overall, I'll, I'll talk about that once we get to the end. Uh, Jesus says, I F with Flair and Wardlow. Could be, could be something later on. Uh, how so Omega and Paige doesn't have the impact it should because of the Omega character. Ray storylines are laced with hatred towards him and his opponents. Perhaps it's a different way about going about things. I'm telling you, though, like the work rate in Omega and Christian's match is probably going to be really, 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 really good. Uh, I think that they can do something special with each other. Not trying to be funny. I, I just believe that. And I love Roman, too. I, I don't see why you can like both, guys. You don't have to pick a side. This isn't Omega or Reigns pick. I don't give a fuck. Like, truthfully, that's how I feel about it. I'm going to like what I want to like, and that's just what it's going to be. I tell you if it's good or not. I think I'm, I try to be one of the people in the community who are straight up when it comes to pro wrestling. I'm not here to hate on stuff all the time. I try not to. If I do say I dislike something, we all in the chat can offer a different reason. That's criticism. That's not just pure hatred being spouted off. Offer a solution. If they don't listen to the solution and it still sucks, I mean, I guess you, you, you're you in your right to feel that way. It's not that they don't do it my way. It's, is it good? Does it work? Does it make sense with everything? Uh, Antonio says Pepper Parks the Blade taught Kevin Blackwood, Puff Garcia, and Blackwood. Yes, sir. See, you know a lot of the history, Antonio. Much respect. Much respect. Uh, I appreciate you coming in here. He's dropping that that local Buffalo knowledge. Rick and Cole could be, could be. That would be a nice team. Um, we got a lot of people just going back and forth with each other. Uh, hmm, maybe Paige taking these L's to come back. You never know. You never know. You know, he don't like them, uh, Henny Sippers. <laughs> this is true. Uh, so what if it's not CM Punk at All Out? What if it's The Rock? Remember how nobody knew about the Sting signing? What if? That's a big what if. I don't think The Rock needs to wrestle anymore. That that new movie, Jungle Cruise or whatever it is, he, he's making bread, bro. I, if I had the bread from that movie, I would never work again. You know what I mean? Like, I wouldn't have to do the nine-to-five job anymore. But Rock's doing him, man. Uh, SummerSlam, I see people talk about the Christian Orton match. We reviewed that on that old Money in the Bank review. I'm just letting you guys know. Come on in. Check it out. Uh, CM Punk, I mean. What is going on? Uh, we got Macaulay Jones 96. What's good? Uh, you making me hella excited downstairs at the moment. Uh, I appreciate you joining in here, Macaulay. Uh, give me your thoughts on the show, man. Uh, no, they are both good. However, Omega booking is not the best, in my honest opinion. To each their own, man. To each their own. Rob says, fans make these idiotic comparisons because the loyalist mindset uh, gives their sad existence validation. Yeah, I listen, I'm not loyal to anybody. I do what I want. <laughs> I see a lot of people saying Jungle Cruise was good. I need to check this out. I'm excited uh, for Friday. I think that's when that movie comes out for uh, The Suicide Squad. Had to make sure I said it right. Uh, that should be pretty good as well. Let's get into some of these promos, though. All right, let's get into uh, Santana and Ortiz FTR promo. They showed that nasty cut we talked about last week happening uh, to Cash Wheeler. Santana and Ortiz, this feud is not over. I really want to see them in a street fight at All Out. Maybe a match with Conan in their corner uh, fighting with Tully. I, we got to see something like that. I really want to see them have a big blow-off match because I thought that match was getting really hot and then it had to get cut off because something went wrong. Um, and you could just tell everything went to shit. And they were just like, dang, we were about to have a really good match. So hopefully they get to do that with some type of gimmick stipulation with it. Because now this feud's heating up. But how do you take it to that next level? So be on the lookout for that in the coming weeks. We get Dr. Britt Baker. I think I have to say it like DMD. I think we have to say it like that anytime when we're talking about uh, Britt Baker. Uh, for all those who, who don't know. We had uh, Dr. Britt Baker, DMD, out there talking to Tony Schiavone. And during all of that, here comes Red Velvet out. And Red Velvet makes the challenge telling Britt Baker, you kicked my ass early on in AEW when I was an enhancement talent, but things have changed now. And she challenges her at the Pittsburgh show on Rampage for the first show. And Dr. Britt Baker accepts 
and beats her down. This was meant to establish Britt Baker is still a heel. I think a lot of people forgot that tonight. And uh, Britt Baker was here to remind you, she is a heel. She is not meant to be cheered. She's been getting cheered for the last few weeks. And I think it's the Scott Hall attire. It's she's a, she's a pretty lady. Adam Cole, please don't super kick me. But I'm just telling you facts. She's a pretty lady. People want to cheer. She's got Rebel with her and people love Rebel. It, it, it all just works. And it was all starting to fit together very nicely. And her wrestling skills have gone up and people were starting to cheer her. But she did a good job here. And I think Red Velvet's a good person to put her in the ring against to say, hey, just so you know, I'm a heel. Um, let, What is going on? It's not a rant if it if it makes sense. Everything pro wrestling. What's up, Sonny? Thank you for coming in here, man. Don't forget to hit that like button, guys, and uh, subscribe if you haven't as well. We're almost at 1.45. We're getting really close. We're like two or three away. I know it says it on some things, but it's that's not correct. Dwayne, it's Vince. <laughs> Call me. It's sick. Is it the best with those? And AW marks get their feelings hurt when WWE is mentioned. Sad. It goes both ways, Shabazz, with that. I promise you, bro. Like... Thank goodness I'm everything pro wrestling, so I can show people examples of both. I saw people deflecting about different situations with both companies. It happens on both sides, I promise you guys. Like, it's not that serious, bro. Everybody can exist when it comes to it. It's just sad how some fans have that that turf war mentality. We don't need that. I say give us the rematch at all out. I'm with you on that, Jesus. Uh Oh, yeah, that, that cut was bad, bro. <laughs> if The Rock showed up and managed Ricky Starks, I will be happy, but it's not going to happen. I Yeah, that's not happening. Uh, Ruby and Britt Baker, Azan, I really, really like that idea. Ruby Soho has been rumored to come to AEW per Fightful today. That would be interesting. Uh, Red Velvet has been phenomenal. I will agree with that, BJ. I like that Red Velvet, Britt Baker segment. Glad somebody stepped up to Britt. Good stuff. Good stuff. Um, you guys are doing a lot of comments. If I miss anything that you want said, I apologize. Uh, send me a super chat or put it in there again and I'll see if I can get to it. Uh, after that, we get Andrade and Chavo and Chavo brings over Fuego. Fuego Del Sol is on the show. Let's go. Tornado. If you're not a Fuego fan, watch Sammy's vlogs. You will fall in love with this dude. But uh, Fuego is there, and he's and Chavo says, oh, we need someone to shine Andrade's shoes. He said, that's not what you told me. I'm not doing that. Andrade beats the hell out of Fuego backstage. Um, he just puts the beat down on him, and Fuego goes flying into the garage door and takes a beating from Andrade. Um, sad, man. Sad for Fuego. <laughs> uh, Hangman Page comes out and he is talking with Tony Schiavone and then here comes Kenny Omega, the Bucks, and they all have something to say. And the super elite jump him basically afterwards. And Kenny Omega says, I'm going to give you something that you could never have before smashes him with the title. Uh, at one point, Kaz comes down to try to make the save. Kaz can't make the save. They toss him over the top rope. Cutler spraying his stupid cold spray. They hit him with all of their moves. It, it was just bad. Um, and here come the Dark Order. There's BTE triggers happening to uh, Hangman Page. And Grayson and Uno are stopping them because Page said he wanted his space. He's trying to be his own man. And this is the storyline of the Cowboy. If you guys don't understand the Cowboy shit, the big storyline with it is this. When it comes down to Hangman Page, Cowboys usually ride alone. They don't have backup. Will he need it? Maybe. You can make that play into the story. But right now, he's on his own. He's trying to be his own man. And I have nothing but respect for the segment. They stopped the Dark Order from interfering. And Paige just got jacked up in all of this. Um, he goes down, and the Elite get to celebrate afterwards. That was the segment, man. You felt bad for Paige. These are going to be screenshots in the future when this match happens. It is going to happen. Trust and believe that. Trust and believe that. Um, let me see here. Uh, oh, and then we got Lance Archer highlights that were shown. Not cool stuff. He he is the new IWGP US champion. Uh, Dan Lambert popped up on the screen kind of talking about everything else that was happening. Um, just different stuff. Positively, he says, who likes Rebel? There's a lot of Rebel fans. I know one from Oklahoma. Big, big Rebel fan. Trust me. Uh, Jason Michael says, I love AEW, WWE, Impact, NWA, MLW too. Me too, bro. That's the name of the show. That's why it's uh, everything pro wrestling. 
Same, same. Connor, can we do a live stream from New Japan? Moose, um, we'll see. Maybe, maybe if I if I have the time. Everything for me is about timing. I used to be able to do streams for everything. I just gotta find the time, Jason. If I have it, I promise you, I'll try to do my best with it. I just want the best wrestling and the best No Mercy style wrestling games. Same e. Can't wait to talk about some video games soon. Uh, Red State Effects. All Brit does is cheat. Uh, are the rankings based on wins and losses only? Does the quality of opponent matter? Because it seems that if you want a championship shot, just go on dark and evolution and beat some no-name jobbers. That is not true. Uh, quality of opponent does matter. And I think that's why certain people have lots of wins on dark, but they're not in the title contention picture. I think that only worked for uh, certain people like Kaz and Daniels. I think eventually maybe they'll say, oh, well, they're 20 and 0 and this person's two and one. You know what I mean? It's all how they want to play it. I I get it. The records are nice, though, that you're seeing like, okay, well, this person does have a bunch of wins versus they're four and 36 and they become a champion next week. I I, I see what they're trying to do here. And that could happen, too, though, technically. It's it's just booking. It's a it's a gimmick, Shabazz. Uh, Six at wrestling community is the most toxic community. Eh. There's a bunch of them out there, sick. <laughs> I'll always say this sad because with all these wrestling companies doing such big things, you'd be doing yourself a disservice to be loyal to just one company. Preach, preach. Uh, cowboy, you uh you and JR are now watching them John Wayne flicks. By God, yeah, yeah. Sonny says that last BTE knee shot was hardcore for Hangman. Yes, it was, Sonny. Um, very good. Terrell says, I need to tell you all of my Bray Wyatt theory. Bray's going to go to AEW and hypnotize Alexa reference the dark order, uh, remove Colt and the dark order turns heel. Maybe. I don't know if you want to touch that. You know what I mean? That was Brody's thing. And he's got Brody Jr. Part of it. Uh, Lance is the poster boy for bad booking. Came in as an absolute monster. Can't bring myself to see him as such again. All in how you book it, man. Uh, I think he has been one of the lost people, though, for uh, booking, truthfully. Uh, there's two guys from Georgia that's a big Rebel fan. Rebel fans, too. See? See? Josh Robinson in the house. Josh Robinson also does excellent stuff on Love Wrestling. If you are a big fan of uh, female wrestling, women's wrestling, Josh does these covers. He just did one recently on jazz. Phenomenal. Chef's Kiss. Uh, Josh is one of the best right now at doing videos on like retrospective of uh, career storylines and everything else. He also plays wrestling video games. So if you're a fan, I recommend you give him a subscribe on Twitch or a follow and uh, show Josh some love, man. One of my good friends and former Brain Buster Radio pal. So big shout out, Josh. All right. I got to start charging for these shout outs, man. <laughs> but Josh gets one for free because we go way back. Um Let's see here. Lance Archer should stay in New Japan. He left for a reason. He, he's obviously getting paid big money. I heard Lance Archer was getting something big, and I assume that this is it, man. Um, so, yeah, it's all about the, the timing and everything else. Shabazz says Baker climbed the rankings on Dark. Sheeta climbed back up the rankings on Dark. Statlander, that's because that's where they were putting a lot of the matches. Though. You only get usually one to two women's matches per week on Dynamite, and they just got the other one. Right, I see you, Josh. BBR for life. I see you. Um, let's get back to it though. We find out that next up is the TNT Championship match Lee Johnson with Dustin Rhodes versus Miro. Now, look, I like Lee Johnson just as much as the next guy, and I think Lee Johnson's got a lot of potential, but we all knew what was going to happen here, right? <laughs> we all knew he ain't messing with Miro right now. Miro, the gimmick of God's favorite champion. Miro beats the hell out of him in this matchup. Uh, Lee Johnson did get some offense in, and it was like one of the weakest times that we've seen Miro look weak. But when it comes down to it, in the end, he locked in that uh, game over, the former accolade, and there was nowhere for Lee Johnson to go but to tap. Um, Thank God he is still the champion, and he's got a double-jointed wife. Miro's words, not mine. Don't beat me up, Miro. Um, but no, it was, it was a fine match. Lee Johnson got to showcase his skills. He got to go in the ring. He got to hang with Miro and Miro gave him a lot of offense. So I, what do you, there's nothing to complain about with this. It was kind of a glorified squash match, but cool. I'm all right with it. Not a big deal to me. Um, let me get into next. We have an announcement for rampage. We find out there is a four man announced team. 
Why? Why do we need four people talking? I'm going to wait before I speak because I heard the setup might be a little bit different because we heard Mark Henry's an analysis or excuse me, not an analysis, an analyst, excuse me. And um, he's going to be out there trying to do something different. But the team is going to be Taz, Excalibur, Jericho, and Henry. Interesting. Interesting. Uh, so we'll see how that works out. And Christian Cage is with Tony Schiavone. We find out Christian is the new number one contender, what we've been talking about in the chat. Kenny Omega is going to be the next contender when it comes down to uh, facing Christian. This should be a good title match. I'm pretty sure it's going to happen at All Out. Not mad at it. Solid match. And I'm pretty sure they've got something else big planned for All Out. Wink face once again. Uh, I can see Bray coming in, telling the Dark Order they lost their way outside of Brody. I heard Brody used to always tell Bray he'd love it in AEW, perhaps. Uh, they will be climbing the rankings more on TV when Rampage comes. Yeah, yeah. Johnson's been one of the more underutilized members of the AEW roster. True is on. He's still, he's still getting his feet wet for uh, a lot of stuff, too, though. The Redeemer forgave Lee Johnson. Tokyo said Lee Johnson did. <laughs> Uh, Rip Lee Johnson. Yeah, a lot, I saw a lot of people saying that. We all knew what was going to happen to him. Uh, Six said the Miro and Lee Johnson match was match of the night for me in what was kind of a lukewarm show tonight. I agree with you when it comes to that. Uh, God's favorite champion is getting brownies made by his double-jointed wife tonight. Uh, what's up, Chad? Thank you for joining us. Uh, I think this team is just for the first week or two. If not, I say it will interchange uh, to give the Mark, give Mark and Jericho more experience, uh, so they can go alone when it's time. Good point, BJ. Maybe, maybe you guys are making some great points tonight in the chat. I got to give you guys props. You're thinking way deeper into some of the stuff than me. Uh, you guys are here for the great analysis, and I love that. That's why I love when wrestling fans are into it and they're thinking about different things. <clears throat> Let's see here. Shabazz said, "Okay, what would you think if they put the belt on Christian? They're not." They're not. Hangman Page is next up. There's no possible way that Christian wins the belt unless um, something happens or goes wrong at All Out. But I'm pretty sure that the plan is going to be Omega and Page, though. The question is when. Do you do it at full gear or do you wait till Revolution? And I think that's up to whoever's booking it to decide. But I believe at one of those two shows, that match will happen. Uh, why did Christian say he was a lead? Christian was just rambling in his promo a little bit tonight. It was This was a weird night, man, I'm telling you. Uh, analysts and brownies, it's what I do. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Chavez uh, says, I'm for it. Yeah, uh, I said team charisma, but it won't happen. Yeah, it's not happening. <laughs> Just so you guys know, I'll let you get disappointed now. Uh, the bunny with HFO versus Layla Hirsch with the best friends. Christian let us know that the best friends were going to be watching her back tonight, so she didn't need Christian. This is an NWA Women's Championship Eliminator match. Camille is ringside for this matchup. Uh, Hirsch works on the arm in the beginning of the match, trying to put a hurt on it because her finisher is the cross arm breaker. Uh, with it, Nyla Rose is then out there, and Nyla Rose and Chris Statlander kind of have a, a little bit of a stare down. And why was Nyla Rose out there getting a closer look at the action, I guess? But it was weird. Her and Statlander were the two on the outside who kind of bumped heads a little bit. So... Nyla Rose and Statlander kind of have a stare down there watching each other. Uh, Hirsch busts out a nice springboard moonsault here. She missed, and the bunny took advantage of it. But eventually, the bunny found herself trapped in the armbar and had nowhere to go but to tap out. Layla Hirsch, if you guys don't know, Layla Hirsch is small, and Camille is super tall. This is like the weirdest. Like, the matchup looked like this. Like, what is this? This, this is going to be an interesting one for the NWA Women's Championship. Um, but I like it. I like that Layla Hirsch is in there. She's someone who I thought deserved more screen time, and I'm hoping with these new shows and everything expanding that she will be someone to get more screen time in the future. So thumbs up here for me. Uh, after that, we get a Jade Cargill promo, and they talk about where's Jade been in the ring, and she's coming back to the ring. Uh, Smart Mark Sterling confirmed it, her manager. So he said Jade will be in the ring eventually. Nyla Rose versus Chris Statlander is announced for next week's card. We also have the Good Brothers versus Evil Uno and Stu Grayson. And on Rampage, we find out that Dr. Britt Baker is going to be facing Red Velvet in Pittsburgh. So those are the matches that we know of for next week. And I feel like even with next week's like showdown with everything that just happened, I feel like 
they are trying to hold back some things from us because they want us to be excited. They want us to wait for next week. Or excuse me, not that week, for the week when it's in the United Center. They've got plans, and then they got the New York shows coming up. So there's a lot happening with all of this. Um, let's get to the main event, shall we? The main event tonight had a theme, if you haven't noticed. The theme is... One side with the the godly colors and the other side with the dark, hellacious colors. It is Malachi Black versus Cody Rhodes. Malachi's Black entrance was pretty cool. He came out with like a kind of a mask on with horns on it with the skull. It looked really cool. And Cody's ring attire was fire too, man. Uh, He came out with the the USA colors, but with the all white. It, It worked. Everything just worked tonight. It all blended together. No iron still with him at ringside. Um, but fire attires for both. We see a nice back and forth from the two early on. I had to give Cody credit. He takes a big bump off the top turnbuckle through the timekeeper's table. And when I say this, when I say this, this man, this man, Cody Rhodes, flew off the top turnbuckle. He sold that for him. Um, he he went flying through the announced, or not the announced table, the uh, timekeeper's table. It just exploded exploded like a video game one um it had that that perfect hit detection he just went through and just splat everything went everywhere uh cody eventually crawls up and gets back into the ring i don't really remember too much happening after that except for he gets back in the ring he he fades the black he gets hit with the house of black whatever you want to call it that kick and there's about seven minutes left he puts one foot on cody's chest one foot one two three that's it he put him over. So for all the Cody haters, oh, Cody's going to win. Cody's always got to be in the big feud. You know why? Because not a lot of people are going to put someone over like that. Cody Rhodes did a hell of a job making him uh, do his thing. Rob, Rob bringing up MC Search. Cut it out. I can't even say that. That's your line on here, Rob. You should have been on here to say it. Uh, so if Punk comes uh, does come back, no Punk and Omega for the AW title. Not for a little bit. I don't think you're going to build to that right away. Camille and Layla is going to be uh, the female Ray versus Kali. You guys are tripping. Uh, it's DBZ, Goku, and Frieza Camille versus Layla Hirsch. <laughs> you guys are tripping. Uh, not going to lie, love me some Cody, love me some Black, but this match was kind of meh. Table spot was cool, but meh. I think it was just meant to establish Black as a, a bigger star sick. I, I think he's going to have a lot of fun in this. I think they just wanted to show, like, yeah, this guy is going to be a big deal. Watch him. Keep your eyes on him. Uh, yes, Cole does. Can't wait to see NXT talent used properly. Uh, I'm going to put up my question now as I'm about to drive. Do you think Adam Cole is going to AEW? If so, does it tip the viewership scale as big as Dan- the Daniel Bryan move? Okay, we'll do this, and then we'll uh, answer the final, or we'll get into the final. Let me do the final part of this match. Answer BJ's question. I'm going to keep it up on the screen, and then we'll get into it, and then I'll go over your stuff, and then we'll do uh, what you guys would rate the show tonight and your final thoughts. Let's do this real quick. So afterwards, Tony Schiavone is going to get a word because who wants to talk after they get their ass kicked? Tony Schiavone goes to hop in the ring, and he says, Cody, you just got your ass kicked. Uh what, what, what's going on? Cody starts rambling about a lot of different things about being competition. This is obvious to WWE saying they're not competition. Everybody has their own feelings about that, whatever. He didn't really mention WWE by name, so it was pretty dope what they were doing here. Cody then talks about the love amongst the EVPs despite having arguments and fights. Listen, if any of us had a wrestling company, I don't care if you mix any of the four of us who are in this chat right now. It could be Terrell, BJ, Sick, me, Eric, Derek, Rob, any combination, we're all going to fight and have uh, some other stuff, man. Um, Everybody's going to have these types of issues. So Cody goes into all that. He's given this heartfelt speech, and it sounds like he's about to retire. Cody then begins to take off one of his boots, because if you leave both boots in the ring, that means you retire. He takes one off, and he's going to start to do the second one. And Cody was limping. He hurt his knee in the match, and they gave him a crutch. The crutch was in the ring already, and Malachi Black gets in, picks up the crutch, smashes it across Cody's back, and puts a beat down on him. This feud is not over, but I do think Cody will be going away for a little bit. He does have other duties besides the family. He's got the Go Big Show Season 2 coming up. 
that was the end. That was it. And that's why Six said it was kind of meh. And I get it. I get it. I'm interested to see what they do afterwards. I'm glad someone put him over, though, uh, cleanly. Like, that makes him a much bigger deal right now, in my opinion. Uh, let's get to BJ's question. So he says, do you think Adam Cole is going to AEW? My answer to this, I'm going to say no. I feel like WWE is going to do something to keep him because they've already lost enough big free agent talent. And I think they want to have one to say, that's our coup. But what do you do with him after this? To me, in NXT, there's nothing left for Adam Cole to do. There's nothing left. He's been the champ. He's been on top. The Undisputed Era is broken up. I, I don't see a lot for him to do. Um, if so, does it tip the viewership scale? If he did go to AEW, I don't think it's going to tip the viewership scale, but I do think it's going to make a lot better quality matches happen in the ring when once it's time because he's one of the best in the ring. Once the bell goes, he can do promos very well. Adam Cole is a solid guy that I would love to have on my roster. I, I just don't know how much uh, money that AEW can afford and what will these guys be happy with their positioning because everybody can't be champion with how Tony Khan's been booking things. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, Terrell says, I can see Cole heading there to join the elite. I could see that too. Uh, yes, Cole does. Can't wait to see NXT talent used properly. Adam Cole and the elite got history. Six said, told you to remind me about uh, the Easter eggs tonight. We, we we touched on them, Six. Thank you for bringing them up. Because I missed the Monster Among Men thing until you told me. So credit to you for that. But also, did you address the AEW and WWE controversies? I did not. I did not bring any of those up. Because I have a weird stance on them when it comes to it. Um, he said, from the New Japan days, yes, laugh out loud at Cody getting hit with the crutch. Save the segment. Uh, ROH days too. Yes. Uh, I want Cole to stay and win the WWE championship, but he needs to put some meat on like Seth Rollins. Maybe, maybe that's what it'll take. Who knows? Uh, so when people complain about scripted promos, this is why it's just a matter of quality of the promo, but that needs to be, uh, the matter. Honestly, sick. What they were talking about with Tony Khan, you can just give him bullet points. What are you going to say? Okay, cool. Go out there, do your thing, man. You know? Don't get don't just don't get too controversial. I mean, you could have it where it's he's told, but he doesn't have to be told everything that you're going to say. Uh, I forgot to mention that someone just said, join the elite. They murdered him. <laughs> no comment, Rob, <laughs> on BTE. Uh, Chad said, I'm back. Just had to pop out for a second to check out the uh, thank you Wyndham video that Jody and Brittany made. Yes, I did see that as part of the insiders. Jody did make a nice uh, thank you Wyndham tribute video. Uh, nah, sick. Don't spin that. Nobody want to hear a guy sound like they're reading off an index card. Uh, nah, man, they're about to have a whole other show and they got to treat both shows like different shows. More room for new talent. I like it. Uh, are you going to do a review Friday next week? So, Hey Zeus, here's the plan, bro. I can't review the first one. Rampage is not going to be a reviewed every week type of show in here. I, I just don't have the time. Unfortunately, Friday is a very bad day for me. Um, usually just for busyness and everything else. If I have somebody who is here who can help me out for a minute, absolutely, I would review it. It's a, it's an hour show, but absolutely. If I could, I would. But, 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 the 20th, I'm in luck. That United Center Chicago show, we may do a review after for that one. And I may lose my mind if what I think is going to happen happens. I swear they better not be teasing me, man. I will be pissed, but um, yeah, possibly for that one. Keep a lookout, subscribe to the channel, and you guys will see what I'm doing my reviews coming up. Uh, Rob says, if he goes, I can see them finally giving into uh, fan sentiment and turning Brit face again. The Elite tried to kick her out of the ring during an interview, and uh, Cole hits the ring and clears the house. Could do that. Conrad needs some interns. I don't need any more interns. <laughs> that, that, that's what's the holdup. <laughs> but uh, I, I love them, so it's fine. That's not that's not an issue at all. I, I would just love to be able to talk to you guys more. You know what I mean? Um, and like I said, I'm hoping that eventually I'll be able to stream some of the new uh, wrestling games once they come out. I'm looking forward to them. But I got to get my hand on a PS5, too. There's a lot of stuff going on, a lot of stuff that I want to do for you guys. But I'm trying to keep it locked, and I need all of you who are in here, the loyal ones who are in here each and every week, uh, spread the word, man. Tell some friends. If you got people who like wrestling podcasts, wrestling video games, or your homies, tell them come over and check me out, man. 
I promise you, I will bring you guys the best that I can. Um, so let's do this real quick, guys. Give me your overall thoughts uh, tonight on the show. And yeah, let's let's uh, get into it. And and Sig brought up the whole uh, stuff where they're where they're talking about things. Yeah, I saw the stuff. I, I, I'm gonna just decline to comment on it because there's two sides to everything with this. Like you, I, I get. Should Max have said all that stuff? Probably not. It, it, but in hip hop, there's a different mentality too. There's so many different like trajectories. And would you be mad if it was a person? Is it heel heat? Do you not get that heel heat? There's I'm still processing all of it. Like I'm trying to think about it. And sick knows we had a big deep conversation. We have like conversations about life stuff. And we, we were just going back and forth about it. I'm not ready to air an opinion that I don't feel comfortable with yet. So I'm not going to say anything. I'm glad that Tony is going to be editing all the shows now. Whoever was doing it before should have been taking care of shit. But whatever, Tony's going to be editing all the shows going forward. He said today on Busted Open, it's what it is. Um, let me see here. Tonight's show, I give the show a 7.5 out of 10. And Conrad's podcast, a 10 out of 10. My man, Chad. Thank you. Different times, man. Different times. Yeah. Yeah. Things just change, man. It's different. Like I said, I used to rap too, man. And if you heard some of the lines I used to say back in like high school or whenever I was battle rapping people, you would have been like, oh, cancel this dude. This dude's tripping. But I was a young kid. I, You know what I mean? I said stupid stuff when I was a kid. We all did. You know, so I just try to give people that benefit sometimes. And, you know, don't be an asshole. Period. <laughs> uh, six says three out of five. E says seven out of 19, mad weird. Uh, seven out of 10, okay, he corrected it. 6.7 out of 10 uh, by Dynamite's own high standards. Respect, Shabazz. I, listen, I thought it was a lower show tonight too. Seven out of 10, like TK don't do enough. Yeah, he does a lot already, but you got to do what you got to do. Tokyo says six out of 10. Everyone seems pretty eh on tonight's show. Like I don't think we could do a thumbs up or thumbs down because I didn't feel comfortable saying thumbs up. And I was kind of like, thumbs it, it would have been like this you know like it's leaning towards thumbs down more but keeping it a stack uh c knows i'm in the mindset that rap is like comedy nothing's off limits that said subject matter was low-hanging fruit and the bar was lazy and poorly delivered that was my main issue uh rob said 5.5 out of 10 in my opinion for tonight uh, yes, times have changed for the best. You can still listen to the DMX on MP3s you got off of uh, Kaza. I was more of a LimeWire dude. <laughs> a said five out of ten tonight. He wasn't feeling the show either. Man, last week's show was so fire. When you set those standards high, though, like Shabazz said, it's it's difficult sometimes to uh, get back into it, man. I told myself I wasn't going to go long tonight. And look, you guys got me talking. The chat was talking. I done went over an hour. And I usually try not to do that too much tonight, but I'm glad you guys were in here. We got to talk some uh, some different stuff tonight, some news rumors. Uh, like I said, I got some. I got an interview coming up. I'm just trying to make sure everything lines up with that. Um, if you guys are big hip hop music fans, please make sure you guys check out everything uh, that I got coming up. I've got a big interview with some uh, hip hop people coming up who are wrestling fans as well. Uh, ten out of ten for the shows AEW and your show. Thank you, Wally. I appreciate you coming in and saying that. Smoke everyone like Jada Kiss did Dipset last night. Oh my goodness! Uh, don't admit that. <laughs> Lime wire forever. Uh, Napster dude back in the day. Listen, I know nothing. I know nothing. VJ said B minus C plus for me. Yeah, I said about C minus if I had to, if it was like a show ranking, but that's tough, man. Man, LimeWire have my laptop, many viruses back in the day. You know that, man. Bear share. <laughs> Yo. And I remember when before there was Twitch TV, it was justed.tv. I'm going way back, man. But listen, I'm happy you guys were all in here. Thank you so much. I've got shows and everything lined up coming up in the future. Subscribe to the channel. Tell a friend for me, man. That's the thing I need right now. I'm trying to increase the brand. I want to make more people aware. I'm trying to come up with new shirt designs. Everything pro wrestling is about you guys. I see a lot of other podcasts are out here. They want your super chats. I've never had one super chat on here. Would I like one? Sure. Uh, would I rather have you send it to my PayPal? Hell yeah, because YouTube takes a percentage of it. But I love you guys, and I'm glad that we're in here, and I want word of mouth to spread this podcast. So, 
you guys are the best words of mouth that you can be like, yo, this dude's got a great wrestling podcast. Tell people about it. But for myself, um, for the empty chair, uh, but for all of you guys in the chat, man, we had a fun show tonight. I love what we got to talk about. And we will be back next week with another review of AEW Dynamite after the show goes off the air. Make sure you guys come on in. Show me some love. I'm out. Peace. See you guys next week, man. I'm out. Pro wrestling, they can never be you. Listen to the podcast for the people. The best show that's here, so listen in. Let the knowledge begin. The opinions, the lesson, yes. By the fans, uh, for the fans, uh. Not many in this can understand, uh. This the podcast to show you who I am, uh. Conrad Cushman, the legend in the plans, uh. Please listen every day to the showcase. The opinions and knowledge that anyone can take. Showing you how it is done. Proving I am number one. What a legend becomes. This is now my time to show you that I am here. Uh, this podcast just to make it loud and clear. Uh, by the fans. Uh, for the fans. Uh, not many who's here can understand. Everything pro wrestling, they can never be you. Listen to the podcast here for the people. The best show that's here, so listen in. Let the knowledge begin. The opinion and the lesson, yes. Everyday pro wrestling, they can never be you. Listen to the podcast for the people. The best show that's here, so listen in. Let the knowledge begin. The opinions, the lesson, yes.